Thanks for joining us on Our Father's House's weekly podcast, A Place to Find God. Each week we bring you a sermon from our Sunday services where you can be uplifted and grow in Jesus on the go. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online by going to ofhorangeburg.com. We'd love to get to know you. Now let's get to this week's message. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Oh, you are worthy of glory and honor and praise. We adore you. We magnify you because there is no God like unto you. We decree and declare that you are Lord, our great Father. Your word declares that you are holy. There is none beside you. And as we gather this morning, oh, Father, we're reminded of your goodness. We're reminded of your greatness. It is because of your mercies that we're not consumed. It's because your love faileth not. Father, we glorify you. Thank you for this gathering. Thank you for this opportunity to come together and exalt your name. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. My soul is rejoicing. My soul is rejoicing. When I think of your goodness, when I think of your kindness, when I think of your mercies, my soul cries out, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, I will bless you at all times and your praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in thee, O Lord, and the humble shall hear thereof. Anybody got something to boast about God for? Anybody got a reason to give God glory and honor? Anybody got a reason? Come on, people of God. It's another day that he has kept you. Another day that he has blessed you. He's watched over you all night long. He kept you in the bullets. Listen, bullets don't have a name on it except the manufacturer. And it could have been your son, your daughter, your husband, your wife, your niece, your nephew, somebody that you somebody that you know but he gave his angels charge concerning you like he did Job he built up a hedge about them and for that you owe him praise for that you owe him thanksgiving you could have drank something that poisoned your system but how many know that there are many things that we have consumed there are things that's in the water there are things that's in the food there are things that's in the air but none of those things have affected you you still in your right mind you still have the use and activities of your limbs come on you owe him praise you owe him honor. You owe him glory. Those of you online, right there in your home, you can lift your hands. You can open your mouth. Oh, bless the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise is not something that we do lightly. Praise is not something that we just do on a download. No, no, no. He said, boast in him. Make him known. Make his praise glorious. Hallelujah. He's made us to be kings and priests unto him. And for that, we come before him offering the sacrifice of praise. The fruit of Listen, you don't always feel like it. It don't always make the right situation. It may not be the right circumstance. It may not be happening so, so for you. But you know what? He is still worthy of the best praise that you have. He's still worthy of all the glory and honor. We praise him for who he is. Hallelujah. And hallelujah. Come on, praise him for just who he is. Just being God. Just being your healer. Just being your maintainer. Just being your sustainer. Come on, when you come down your road, you figure it out for you. What he is to you and what he is to me might be different, but he is everything that we need. Anybody know that he's everything that you need? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. We greet the angels of this house, my Lord, in the person of Bishop Riley and Riley and Pastor Colleen Riley. We thank God for the opportunity to come once again here at Grace, our brothers and sisters, the saints that have gathered together here at our Father's house in the presence of the Lord. And I am so delighted that my wife, 35 years coming up in December, that we're together. Amen. I thank God for my wife, Lisa, being here with me. Amen. And each one of you that's online, I heard Bishop say to you, you need to be sharing it out. You need to be inviting some others. Listen, if you care about somebody, you need to send this out to them. This is today that people are kind of selfish. They're about them. If it's not them, they don't want to talk about it. But we ought to be about it. We've got a name that's been given to us like no other name. And it's not the name that we co-sign on. It's not the name that's over our doorpost. It's not the name that we sign on the document. But it's the name whose blood, my God, the blood of whose name has signed our name in the book of life. Amen. Anybody's been washed in his name, baptized in his name, resurrected in his name. Amen. Last week was just Resurrection Sunday. There should still be some fire in here. There should still be some exaltation and some some exaltation going up before the Lord. Why? Because He is risen. He's not dead. There are so many other religions and so many other people and so many other deities that people have worshipped that are dead. My God, they're made of stone, but they can't do anything. They have hands, but they can't help. They can't heal. They can't touch. They got eyes, but they can't see. My God, they got ears and they can't hear. My Lord, they even have a mouth uh, that they carve into uh, that stone, uh, into that wood, uh, into that to that metal, uh, but it, that mouth can't open to say anything. Uh, but we serve the God, Hallelujah, my Lord, the one who has hands that can reach way down uh, and pick us right on up. Uh, how many have ever fallen, uh, my God, and you needed Him to be the quicker picker up? Uh, my God, and sometimes you laid there for a moment, uh, but the Scripture said uh, that the righteous they fall several times, uh, but God is the quicker picker up. Uh, he knows how to raise us up. Uh, when your enemy wants to keep you down, when sickness wants to keep you down, when the devil wants to keep you down, my God, his hands are strong and mighty. He's able to do exceeding abundantly of all that we can ask or think. I'm so glad that he's got ears to hear the faintest cries of his children. Every prayer you understand goes up before the Lord. But the cries of his children are special. When he hears his children cry, he comes and answers by and by. He says, that's my son, that's my daughter. And they're called on my name. They're trusting in me. That's why we pray. We don't pray as a form of religion. We pray because we've got a relationship. My God, we've got a relationship with God that not only hears our prayers, but he's got a mouth to answer our prayers. My God, has he ever spoken a word to you? A word in season. A word even out of season. It wasn't the right season. It may not have been the right reason, but God still spoke it. He said, let there be. What is it? Let there be health let there be strength, let there be life, let there be deliverance, let there be healing. Come on, he said, let there be. Anybody living because of a let there be? Amen. We greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all a part of the greeting. That's how you greet the saints. You greet them with, listen, admonishing them to praise the name of the Lord Most High. Amen. Amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. For surely the presence of the Lord is here. I feel him in the atmosphere. Anybody feel him in the atmosphere? So I'm saying, how do you feel him in the atmosphere? You're still breathing, aren't you? <laughs> 
You're still breathing, aren't you? You're feeling in the atmosphere. You're, you're still drawing breath. He woke you this morning. He stirred you this morning. And he's given you the use of the activities of your limbs so that you can be a witness for him in the land of the dead. Yeah, I did say the land of the dead because those who are outside of Christ are dead in trespasses and sin. And so although they might be living, they are the living, walking, talking dead until they have been had an experience with the resurrected Christ where they believe on him like the scripture says. And he said that I am the resurrection and I am the life. And they don't have any life until they come to the one who gives life. And I know that we have believed. Okay, should I talk for a minute? Okay, I continue to talk for me. That we have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, and therefore he has translated us from death to Yes, we've come out of darkness into his marvelous light, and therefore we are living. My God, epistles, Lord have mercy. We're living lively stones. We're not the, like the stones that's used to put together this edifice. No, no, we are lively stones. We're built up a holy people, a holy nation. Come on, how many know that you are part of the body of Christ? You know, Jerusalem. My God, not just the local fellowship, and that's a wonderful thing because we need to be able to gather locally, whether it's in person or whether it's online. Those of you that are online, you're not exempt from this body. You're not exempt from my brothers and sisters. You are still a part of the body if you are founded in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how we're one. My God, one blood has washed us. One name we're baptized in. Come on, the Lord our God is he is one. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Father, for this little while, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that as we minister your word, Lord, that the Holy Spirit, who is the master teacher, will speak to us. We come to hear from you. We come to know what you would have for us to do. What would you have us to do? Speak, Lord. We hear you. Our ears are open. Our hearts are to be our receptive, Father. We're listening for your voice because we know when we do what you're saying, we'll have what you've spoken. And we believe you, Father, that you'll be glorified. We believe you, Father, that your people will be edified. We trust you, Father, that there will be an alarm sounded for sins and that demons will be terrified because the righteous sons and daughters of the Most High God are taking their place and standing in that place that you've called us to be in our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I, I want to talk to you today uh, about uh, a podcast. Yeah, about podcast. And I know that's a little unusual. Uh, some of you are probably looking at me saying, what in the world is he going to do? You know, I deal with technology, so I got to talk to you about, about this technology. You know, how many of you have ever heard of podcasts? Podcast, just by show of hands. Those of you who are alive, you're not exempt. How many of you have heard of a podcast? Or maybe you've listened to a podcast. Maybe you've already subscribed to a podcast. Amen. A podcast. It's the same back there saying, What in the world is he going to talk about here? All right, let's go to the word of God as founded in uh, Mark's Gospel, and then we're going to segue into understanding about podcasts. Uh, how, huh? Yeah, how to start your own podcast. Yes, indeed, how to start your own podcast. Man, you're going to talk to us about technology on a Sunday morning. I'm going to talk to you about starting the podcast. P-O-D-Cast. That's what I said, right? Podcast. P-O-D-Cast. You praying for me, sister? Amen. Yeah, that smile. There you go. I know you're praying for me. Thank you. Out of the gospel according to Mark. Now, you know Mark was not one of the apostles, right? You know that um, Mark's recording of the gospel and the things are from experiences. 
right? That, that's not because he was there as necessarily an eyewitness, much like Luke. Luke had gathered reports and information. All right, I'm going somewhere, just track with me. They, they gathered this, unlike John and Matthew, who actually walked with Jesus and behold and saw everything that was done that they recorded and wrote about. Mark and Luke are those who gathered from experiences. Experiences. Don't allow your experiences with God to go to waste. They are useful. All right? They are useful. I hope you get this here because all this is going to come together. Y'all looking at me straight, but I'm on the fast track. All right? Your experiences with God are useful. They're going to be helpful for somebody. See how Luke writes over to Theophilus, and he says, oh, Theophilus, let me tell you about this experience. Let me tell you about what I have found. Let me tell you about the accounts of the Lord Jesus Christ as has been recorded or reported to me. And so Luke does some of the same things. He writes to a people that were not Jews. He writes to a people that were not Jews. They're not accustomed to a lot of the various rituals and, and different things and ceremonies and things that, that Matthew can speak to. Matthew can speak to those things, but Luke has to deal with some areas and Mark has to deal with some areas. And they deal with things to be able to present it to those who would not be familiar. I mean, how many of you would be familiar with uh, 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 coming in with a, a turtle dove or, or a bull and, and, and having to offer that and say, here you go, Bishop Riley. Would you would you take this here as my sin offering? Would you would you take this here as something for my household to absolve us of sins and take that before God and, and sprinkle that onto the mercy seat and all these things and sprinkle it around the altar and and, and all. See, y'all understand, y'all not doing that today, right? Y'all don't have farm animals that you got to look to see what's the best animal, and then you turn out and you find the best one or maybe the first one. The first one that comes out and you come and you bring that. You're not bringing livestock here. And Matter of fact, I think there's some ordinances that push it further out into the country, right? Because, see, you could maybe, uh, my grandparents used to have uh, animals, you know, pigs and hogs and all those things and, and chicken, but you got to seem to go further out to the outer skirts in the county to be able to do that now. You can't do it in the city much, right? Because y'all don't want to hear that and y'all don't want to smell it. <laughs> That's a smelly thing. It's a noisy thing, right? And, 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 so, and so Mark has to write to a people that don't understand all of those ceremonial laws and all of this and all of that. But he does speak to one who is a servant. He breaks up some things. As a matter of fact, that's what his name means, so to break up some things. He breaks up hard things. He breaks up those things that would be a barrier. He breaks down the walls that would, would, would separate us from the knowledge of who God is, of who Jesus is. And he brings it to a place that we can understand. So as, as this whole uh, uh, writing of, of what comes down to uh, chapter 16 is interesting is because after all that we've gone through leading up to, and some of you uh, uh, fasted leading up to Resurrection Sunday, you had the week of passion, and you had all of these various things that you've done, right? Okay, some may have done. I don't know. <laughs> there are those that have done. And then we recount the, the, the uh, uh, story of Jesus' crucifixion. And some have even preached the last sayings. And all those things are good because they remind us of who he is and what he's done. Lest we forget. Amen. Lest we forget. But, but, but from there, let's look at verse uh, 
I was going to start at 14, but let me just kind of read it and give you a little context. I think I got a moment or so that I can do this. It says, and when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had brought sweet spices, the women got together. I don't know where the brothers was, because all the names that's listed here so far are just the sisters, the women that went, right? Uh-huh. So God has purpose for women. We can't ever discount them and, and leave them off to the side as though they don't matter. God has written in his word and shown us and highlighted, yes, these are women, and not all of these women were, uh, 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 were the best of society. No, not all of them were the best of society. As a matter of fact, some of them had some issues. So, so what that does in, in this writing here, and he highlights this here to show us, is that you can have some issues or have been delivered from some issues, let's say, because their issues were current issues, there were issues that Mary Magdalene had that were not current issues, but they were past issues. Remember, she is the one that he cast out several demons out of. I mean, she had a real bad situation going on, not in her life, not just around her, but in her. See, it's one thing to deal with the things happening around you. You can perhaps run away and get away and find another space. But what happens when the issues you're dealing with and confronted with hit you in the mirror daily? You get up with it, you lay down with it. You get up with it, you lay down with it. And no matter where you go, you still have the same issue. Why? Because it's an inside job that needs to be done. I'm so glad that Jesus knows how to deal with the inside jobs. He knows how to deal with mental health issues because that would be a problem, wouldn't it be? To have so many demons plaguing your mind and, and ripping you from one thought to the next. One day you feel like a neck, one day you don't. You know, that's what they talk about almond joys, right? One day, y'all don't know the mouths. I did it myself. Okay. The young people look at me like, what? <laughs> anyway, some days you feel good and some days you don't feel good. Uh, some days you feel up on the hill and other days you feel down. Uh, and, uh, you're just going through these up, down, terrible, and the pulling uh, schizophrenia of who you are today. And you know, there are some that don't understand who they are. And that's why they have to go through so many changes. You see, the one day they're brunette, the next day they're blonde, the next day they're green, the next day they're Okay. Anyway, I won't bother you too much. So, so Mary Magdalene had this, this, this issue going on in her life. But Jesus knew how to deal with the issues. He didn't get rid of the woman, but he dealt with what was plaguing the woman. And what we got to learn how to do is bring people to the one who's able to deal with their inner issues, their inner turmoil, their inner challenges, their inner inhibitions, those things that's happening on the inside. We can't often handle it. Like the man at Gadara, they couldn't handle him. They sought to bind him. They, they, they cast him out from their area, and he lived among the cemetery. You remember that man that was bound over in John? He was bound. He, he would even try to inflict pain on himself, to kill himself, to cut himself, suicidal. All these different things. Why? Because he too, like Mary Magdalene, had what? Demons possessed on the inside. We're going to get to that about this podcast shortly. Alright, so, so Mary Magdalene and Mary and the mother of James ha, so there's even some relationships in there, right? Because James was the cousin to Jesus. They were relatives. It's isn't that something God knows how to deal with relatives? Uh, I know sometimes we want relatives to be far away, but there are some that he'll bring close and have a part of ministry. He's got to work for them. He's got a plan for them. And then Salome had brought sweet spices and they, they, they might uh, come and anoint him. It's interesting. He's the anointed one, but they're coming to anoint him. So that, that, that speaks to some things as well, but I'm going to move right along because I can't stay there long. And, and very early in the morning, the first 
day of the week, uh, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun, which explains for some about the sunrise service. You know why people get up early on the on the resurrection Sunday and they say, well, we're going to have service at 6.30 uh, or 6.30 or whatever it is. It's so early. You still rub your eyes when why in the world am I up so early? Well, this is why. Because they saw in the scripture that the women had gotten together early with the rising of the sun and they went. It was the first day of the week, so it's not done on a Saturday. The first day of the week does start when? Yeah, and so that's why believers gather together and we worship. We can worship Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yes, those are great days and wonderful too. But because he got up on the first day of the week, and because on this particular day, Resurrection Sunday as we look at it, they came early in the morning, is the reason why some of us, if not all of us, at least come early in the morning to gather in commemoration and, and, and remember what's been done. Yeah, got that? That's just a a little dropping something along the way, all right? And so uh, he says, and they said among themselves, who shall roll us away the stones from the door of the sepulchre? And when they had looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, who was on the left side, but sitting on the right side, clothed in long white garments, and they were frightened. And he said unto them, be not frightened. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was was. So it's not something that's being ignored. Yes, he was crucified. And for all of those that challenge uh, challenge me and challenge others, you can challenge the word, but you won't win. Every man will be found in the light, but the word of God is always going to be found. What? True. Amen. He says, and he said unto them, be not frightened. Ye seek, you're looking for, you're searching diligently for Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not dead. He is no longer here. He no longer occupying this space. He borrowed it only for a season, for a moment, just for a couple of hours, because it was needful for him to go down into the belly, down into the earth, and he had to speak and preach to those souls that were in prison, but that's over in Peter. We're not there yet. But let's go a little further. He says that uh, he's not risen, he's not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way. Here's the first thing. He says, go your way. So even this this angelic being or this this person that they saw gave them some directive, gave them something to do, gave them a a a a a, a, a command to follow through with. He says, "But go your way, tell his disciples." Now he didn't send them out to the world, but did say, "Go to his." pupils, to his learners, to his students, to his disciples. Go tell the ones who have walked with him, that watched him, that heard him. Go tell them. Remind them. And not just the disciples. He says, and Peter. Well, wasn't Peter one of the disciples? Well, Peter is like some of us. We to ride and die until it's time to die. And then we no longer want to be a part. Mother's like, okay, so explain that. Yes, you remember that when Jesus said he was going to be crucified, that he was going to die, and all these various things, Peter said, look, I'm going to be with you. I'm your ride to die all the way. And, and, and he loved them so. He says, I'm here with you. You have any of those type of people around you that you ride or die? I, I, listen, I like my, I like my 35-year good thing right here. You know, I've known about 50 years, and she's my ride to live. 
but y'all can have Rod or die. I, I, I prefer to have Rod or live. Uh, yeah, I, I want someone to keep on living and help me to keep on living. Yeah, I don't want to, I want you to ride then die. No, 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 you keep on, you keep on living. If you don't live here, live in eternity. I want you to keep on living. That's why we said, instead of loving you to death, we say what? Love you to life. Because the words of our mouth are important. So anyway, Peter was like, Lord, I'm with you all the way. I'm going to be your ride to die. And he said, listen, I know you have good intentions, but you know, you're going to defect too. You're going to, you're going to leave me. You're going to abandon me. You're going to forsake me. He said, no, nah, I'm, I'm with you. Look, we saw it like that. You know, we go way back. He's like, listen, the enemy has desired to sift you. He wants you. He's desired to have you. And he's put a requisition out for you. He's put out a requisition. And he says that I want Peter. I got to have Peter. And so Jesus says that, you know, I know he desired to have you so that he can sift you like wheat. He said, but I've prayed for you that your faith fails not. That your faith fails not. Now, what's important about this here? This is all going to work into the podcast because you'll understand why your experiences with God are important for your podcast. We're going to get to that. All right. Is that is that Jesus prayed for him. He says that your faith fail not. That not that you wouldn't go through the test, not that you wouldn't have the trials, not that you wouldn't get hit by situations and circumstances, but that with all that you're going to experience and go through, that your faith. Your confidence in me, your belief, your trust in me, and believe me, the righteous are going to go through some things. We're going to have some experiences. We're going to be persecuted. We'll be talked about. We'll be maligned. We'll be mistreated. All those different things. But don't allow your faith in God to be shaken by what people say, by the experiences that you go through, by the things that happen, by when the devil comes. Because when he comes, he's coming for a purpose. He's coming to see the. He's coming to see if if you really are that you say you are. Even if you don't do everything, he want to know if you what you say. Did you get it? Okay, I'll say it again. He's not concerned about what you do. He's really concerned about also what you say. Because the, some of the things that we do, the things that we can do, we're forgiven of. Okay, I'll, we're going to come to that. Put a little tack there, all right? I'm, I'm trying to walk this here through, but I got to bring you along the way that I have to take you. The words of our mouth is how we come to faith. We confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus. We believe in our heart that God has raised us, raised him from the dead, and thereby we are saved, right? So with the mouth, confession is made. That's why the mouth is so important. Sometimes you look at people and you hear what they say, but then you watch what they do and you say, mm, okay. And then when they come at us sincerely with a broken and contrite heart and the words that they're speaking, even if their actions were contrary, you have a tendency to forgive the actions because of the words or the sincerity of the words that come from their mouth. So that's each and every one of us. If we were to look at it, because none of us are above, right? He says, all have sinned. All of us have missed it. And there have been times that our actions have not always lined up with our words although we desire it to be. But when you are faced with fear of death, life and death, sometimes your actions are going to change. Y'all don't believe that. Well, just pray that you never have to have that encounter or experience where it's a life or death situation because our brothers and sisters in other countries are dealing with life and death situations. And some of them Say, oh, no, no, I, I'm, I'm not a part of that, that, that group. And then others.
hold fast to their faith and their confession and their profession and say, no, I'm a believer. I trust the Lord Jesus Christ. And they get beheaded. Can you recover? Peter shows us. And Jesus says, I pray for you that your faith fails not. You're going to go through some things. You're going to be tossed to and fro. You're going to have some things that go on. Remember how he was there and, 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 and they were taking Jesus from one place to the other. And uh, he says, the woman, young girl, says, you're one of them. <laughs> Me? Nah, I don't know. First time. Go on a little bit more. He's hanging around. He's watching. And then he's talking. They say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I, I know it's something about the way you speak. You sound like. See, I'm talking about the speaking and the actions. Because his actions were contrary. His words were betraying him. And he said again for a second time, he said, I don't know Jesus. Who? Who? I don't know him. Don't know the man. Who are you talking about? Me, not me. And to the point, the third time when he was pressed, he began to cuss. You know, some of y'all cuss too. Not here in our father's house, but some of y'all online. I'm talking to y'all. Yeah, because I can't see your faces. I'm talking to y'all online. And he cussed. And then he remembered what Jesus said. He remembered that Jesus says that, you know, you're going to have a problem. And, and you're going to go through. He said, but I prayed for you. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. And sometimes we forget that we're going to go through and experience some things. But the whole purpose is to get us rooted, grounded, and stabilized in God. It doesn't come to destroy our faith, but it does come to prove our faith. The fiery trials, which are the try you, they're not strange things. They're purposeful things. They're with a purpose so that there is a dependence on the Lord and a faith that becomes unshakable. And so it was important that the message that went to the disciples, that there was a specific message that went to reclaim or to reconcile or to bring back Peter. So he says, you go tell his disciples and Peter. Don't leave Peter out, wherever he might be, because maybe he moved away from everybody. You know how it is sometimes people have an issue, they get hurt, they feel a certain way, and then they go. It happens with leaders. It happens with those in the pews. It happens with those in the seats. Where there are those who just simply walk away because I've had enough. Or then something so embarrassing, they figure that God has gotten rid of them. Anybody ever been there? So, you did something so so raggedy, and like so ratchet, and it's like, Lord, he, and the devil tell you, he ain't going to forgive you now. That's it. You might as well go on. Peter serves as one that God shows that I'll reclaim you. He says, I'm married to the backslider. That's what he said back in the Old Testament to Israel. That's because they would break off and then he'd go and pull them back. And there are those that he has purpose and that he has chosen that he will not lose. And if that means that he has to come after you B times, you know, he just has chasing those who he love, he's going to come after you. And he's going to pull you back. And so here it sends the message and says, listen, you go talk to his disciples and you tell Peter that he goeth before them into Galilee. There shall they see him and he said, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly. Some of us move slowly, but they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher for they trembled and were amazed. Look at this. Neither said they anything to any man for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen early the first day of the week and appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast 
seven devils. And she went and told them that uh, had been with him as they mourned and wept. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had not and had been seen of her, believed not. Sometimes your past experience can hold against you, and when you go to speak, they say, "No, nah, I don't know about that," because you know you got you bring some you got some experiences, you got some baggage, you got some other things behind you, and they looked at and they heard, but they discounted. And don't don't feel bad, don't feel bad, because people are going to do that. You know, they had sometimes their favorite people. They had people that figure, well, except you on my level, you can't talk to me. You're beneath me. You're not a part of me. And so this goes on. Let's see here. It says, and, um, and they went and told it, or should I say, and after that, he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if you can't believe one, maybe you believe two. Right? Uh, and they went into, as they went into the country, and they went and told it unto the residue, neither believed they them. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven as they sat at meat and upbraided them with their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Okay. All of this is context for you because our life experiences are purposeful and they are useful in your podcast. Now we're going to get to this podcast. So verse 15, and he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall, uh, uh, in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven, sat at the right hand of God, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Confirming the word with signs following. So when we talk about uh, podcasts, the first thing is the P. P talks about propagate. When we talk about propagate, it means to continue or to multiply the kind by generation. In other words, it's a verb that means transmit from one generation to the next. The P in podcast is propagate. Propagate means to transmit from one generation to the next. In the Psalms, it says, one generation shall praise thy works to the next. In other words, we are to communicate, we are to take that which we have learned of our experiences with God and of his word and do what? Transmit or carry it over to the next generation. The P in podcast is to propagate. It also means to spread. Jesus said to them in verse 15, go ye into all the world and 
preach the gospel to every creature. Go there means to transmit. It means to propagate. It means to spread. It means to broadcast. It means to become known widely or make widely known. He says you can't do this any longer here in just your four walls, just in your place of comfort. You got to take this message. You got to take this good news. You got to take it and transmit it to the next generation. This is a generational blessing. This is a generational message. One generation needs to know who our God is. He, they need to understand and build a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that is personal and not religious. We've got to make them to understand that you need them while you're young. You need them when you're old. You need them in between. And how will they know except we transmit, except we communicate it, except we propagate it, except we express it to them in a way that they can understand. The P, the first word is propagate. Yes, that means to transmit from one generation to the next. Isn't that what our grandparents did? I know it was my grandparents that brought me into the place where I could hear the word of God that was building faith, that caused me to believe. I know that it was somebody who brought you. Somehow you heard the word. It was either on radio, my God, it was on TV, maybe back in the days you were one that received the track, a little pamphlet that had some words on it, but somehow, someway, the, the message was transmitted or propagated or carried forward to you. The scripture says that great are the company of those who will publish thy word. In other words, that we are supposed to be those using all means, all media, all technology, all methods to be able to convey, to transmit, to propagate the gospel to the world. That's why we got to use this tool right here. The tool that those who are not in, in person, but they're still receiving the word somehow. They're hearing it and they're seeing it. Now, something interesting about when podcasts, I'm talking about now the technology of podcasts when it first came out, it was just all audio. It was all audio. And, and then they said, you know what? We can not only just transmit audio, but we can transmit images and video. And so they extended the capabilities of the podcast, which means we have to extend. Back in the days, uh, they used bullhorns or they used sound systems and they had tents and people would go out. But now we have to extend it. Then they went to what? They went to radio. You heard them. You were tuned in and you would keep your ear there and you would listen. And then they was able to get on television. And my God, that was a whole other thing because you went from hearing what was going on to now seeing what was going on. And now we're in the age of the internet, the interwebs. We're able to now enter into personal devices. No matter where they are, there are over 424 billion uses on this thing here, on this device of technology that we use according to the interweb.com. They tell you about all of what's going on with technology and all the various usage. There are over a billion, some billion people that's on Facebook. or So many billions of people that use YouTube. So many billions of people that's on TikTok. So many, listen, we have the ability to do today what Jesus said. Actually, technology and the world are just catching up with the word. He said, go into all the world. And I'm sure they were sitting back like some of us. How can we go into all the world? How can we propagate this? How can we spread this to all the world? And they did their best. 
And when they weren't doing it, then came persecution to help them do their best. See, sometimes when we won't get about it and be about it, he said, no problem. I know just what, how to prod you. I know just how to move you. And sometimes we think that our problems and our situations are to destroy us. No, sometimes it's to get us moving and to talk about, you know, the Lord is good. He healed me. You know, the Lord is good. He delivered me. You know, the Lord is good. He made a way. All these things that come are opportunities for us to be able to declare his goodness, to propagate his goodness good news propagate the O in podcast is to operate first there is to propagate to go out but then you know to go out without context or go out without content just like anything else is useless you know when people tuned in and there was no content uh, then no, no, no reason for people to tune in. You read the news and look at things for the content, right? So that you can understand what's going on. And so he gives them, he said, listen here, this is, this is the operation. This is how you're going to exact. This he says, he says and, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name shall they cast out devils. I'm telling you how you're going to operate. He says, in my name. You don't operate outside of his name. Not as believers, not as his church. Not if you're going to really start and jump off with your podcast. You don't talk about, oh, look what I did and, and look how I dressed and outfit. No, no. You talk about him because it's he that has made us and not we ourselves. It's because of he that's made us. We are the sheep of his pasture. He is the one that's formed us. He is the one that called us. He is the one that delivered us. He is the one that made a way. He says, so when you go, he says, you go and make sure that when you're going, because you believe me, you're, you're holding to what I said. He says, in my name. So how are you going to operate? In his name. And that operation of working in his name, you're going to be able to do something. You're going to be able to do what? You're going to be able to cast out devils. How do you know that's a thing? Because the scripture shows us over and over that Jesus cast out devils. But some say, well, that was Jesus. How does that trickle down to us? Well, I'm glad that you asked. If you go into the book of Acts, you will see that there were those who were confronted and encountered those who were possessed with demons and devils. As a matter of fact, the scripture talks about how Paul and the disciples were going up into prayer, but really they were going over to pray, going to prayer, but there was this damsel that kept following them, saying that these are the men of God. Now that's not a bad thing. Somebody stopped to acknowledge that Bishop Riley is a man of God, but the bad issue is that the woman who was doing it and saying it and publicizing it was possessed with the spirit of divination. And so if she could give validity to the fact of who they already were, who he already is, then that means that there would be more customers that would come to her. Because of because now it's proven these are men of God. It's a fact that they are men of God. But when it's coming from an unclean, uh, demon-filled, possessed position, what is the whole thing about that? And so that was the issue. And so after a while, you know, like, 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 like Paul and Bishop was like, you know what, Colleen, I'm tired this year. And, you know, we don't have to do something about this year. And turn around and not speak to the woman, but speak to the spirit that was in. See, we've got to remember that when we go, when we begin to propagate and, and, and operate, that we're operating, he said, cast out devils. Don't cast out the people. Cast the devil out the people because the people, the souls are what's important to him. It's, it's the demon that possesses. It's the demon that is oppressing, suppressing them that you and I, by God's grace, have been given the power to operate in his name. See, every blood washed, born again believer has been given the authority 
authority to use the name of Jesus Christ. You operate below your authority when you look at demons and devils and you get scared. Wait a minute, if you're scared, what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> but he said that I've given you power. That's what he told them. The 70 that went out. These are the 70 now that went out over in Luke. Luke chapter 10 talks about the 70 that he gave power and authority. He said, now I want you to go. You cast out demons and devils and you heal those that are sick. And, and so when they came back, they were rejoicing because they said, man, the demons are subject to us. Where is our rejoicing to understand simply that the demons, spiritual wickedness in high places are subject to the authority that God has given us as his sons and daughters, that when you show up on the scene, Bishop, when you show up on the scene this afternoon, you automatically, when you put down your feet there in Columbia, automatically the whole heavens, all of the demons in that region, in that area, are going to be terrified because they say, here comes a son of God operating with his father. He knows who he is because he knows who his God is and he knows the name that is co-signed on him and with the authority that's in his mouth, when he begins to declare and to decree, they're going to be those who are going to be delivered because of the power that's in his name. The power that he's operating in. He's not going to operate in his flesh to represent our father's house. No, he's going to operate his heavenly father. He's operating under the auspices and the control and the dictates of his heavenly father. Why? Because there is a need for him to show up in Colombia. So when we talk about operate, it talks about to be strong to prevail to operate means to be strong and to prevail how are you going to be strong strong in the lord how are you going to prevail by using his name he said listen upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it it means to act or to exert power and strength it means to produce an effect on the mind when we propagate the gospel and we do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, it has an effect on the mind. See, the transformation, it's not about the, again, it's not about the acts. Because the acts are controlled by a central position. And except the mind is transformed, the acts are going to remain the same. So that's why it starts from the inside out. Or you can dress them up and make them look. But if there's no transformation that happens here in the mind, in the heart of an individual, they're just a dressed up sinner. You can baptize them, but they're just a wet way coming up the same way they went down. But until they have been transformed by the renewing of their mind, by the preaching of the word of God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no substantial change that happens until you stand flat-footed and preach the good news in the name and the power and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And so we operate in, the, in order to have an effect on the mind. That's why we take time to teach. That's why we take time to preach. We preach and that draws you. Then we stop the teaching. We have to disciple you so that you can be transformed by the removing of your mind. So you operate by the power of the name of God. But then the D is to demonstrate. Yes, so we got the P for propagator. We got that. We know we got to do that. O for the operator, but B for the demonstrator. Let's look at it in the same verses here. It says here, and these, uh, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. I can't deal with that now. And secondly, verse 20 says, and they went forth. What did they do? No, 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 no. They sat still. They continued to just come together and just have, quote, unquote, church. 
They just had church. They just had a great time. Or they were just feeling good and they were just quicken all the time. No, no, no. The scripture says that afterward, they went forth. They went out into community. They went out into the city. They went out into their spheres of influence. They went out to, to Bilo. They went out to Walmart. They went out to wherever they worked. They didn't care where they worked. They went to, to what's that, Husqvarna. Wherever it is that they work. People say, where do you go? What do you mean? In other words, the places that they had influence, that's where they went. They went. If someone understood woodwork, they went over there. They went to deal with the people. If they were like Matthew Levi, he understood taxes and tax collecting. So I'm going to go out into this sphere of finance and I'm going to talk to people. There are several mountains, several things that they talk about in the world, right? Education, finance, religion, or what else? Entertainment and arts. And that's areas that we don't want to go with. Oh, don't get out there because you're going to get caught up into this. You know that music is the devil music? No, not if I don't. I'm going in the name of the Lord and there's an influence in the light that I'm going to bring in that place. There's somebody, son or daughter, husband or wife, that's in that industry that when they see the light, when they feel the warmth of the light, when they see the presence, there's an opportunity for me to speak to them that will remind them, like Peter, hey, when you're converted, something your brothers. So now you right there, you know, you've been playing get down, boogie, woogie, woogie, all that type of stuff, but now what you're going to do is say, lift Jesus high, 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 lift Jesus high, high, high. You know, what you're doing now is you've changed the song. You made them to understand that their gifts and their talents are for a purpose and it's to glorify God with every gift with every talent and so when we talk about a podcast we talk about propagate we talk about operate we talk about demonstration and he says here that and they went forth and preached everywhere that means they propagated everywhere they went did make a difference they were opening their mouth and they were speaking and look at the next part the lord working with them Right? So he he's the operation, the operational force. Everywhere they went, preaching, propagating, spreading, carrying the forward, he was the one that was in them, operating through them. It is God in us, both to will and to do, according to his good pleasure. It is him working in us, energizing us, enabling us through the Holy Spirit. But look at us, look what else it says. And confounding. <laughs> Yeah, see, 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 demonstrations of, of the operation are to confirm the fact that what you're propagating is true. Uh, in other words, uh, if I just preach the gospel and I go and I and I use all of what's around me to be able to cast, to be able to throw out wide, because that's what we talk about, P-O-D, cast. Casting means to throw out wide. It means to put out a net, right? Because what purpose do you put out a net? You put out a net to be able to gather something, to catch something. So listen. Uh, your own personal uh, podcast. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me just give you this acronym for pod as well. Uh, podcast. Uh, pod is a personal on-demand broadcast. Pod. Personal on-demand broadcast. I gave you two different acronyms. One, propagate, operate, and demonstrate. But when you check the history and acronyms for this word pod, it means a personal on-demand broadcast. What that means in, in, in the fact of, of being personal is that it's a one-to-one -one thing. See, this is a one-to-many. And this is nice. This is great. This is wonderful. But what happens when I get to you by yourself? Can I still talk about Jesus? See, the podcast was to be a personal on demand. When, 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 you, when you need it right then and there, brother, it's just that right then and there. It's good to hear God speak to all of us, but it's something when he narrows in and speaks to you. 
And, and it's something when somebody takes up time and come and say, hey, precious, and takes time with you. Everybody wants some individual time. Everybody wants some personal time. And, and that's what the Lord does. He gives us personal time. He goes after the many, but he says, listen, I'll leave the 99 to go for the one. The one that might be on the line. The one that might be straight away. The one might be in the replay and saying that, will God come after me? Yes, he will come after you. That's why he sent us with our podcast. Podcast, your own personal on-demand broadcast. Talking about your experiences with God. Why? Because there's someone else that needs to be encouraged. There's someone else that needs to be strengthened. There's someone else that needs to know that what he's done for you, that God is not a respecter of person. But if you've got faith to believe him, he'll do the same thing for you that he does for you, that he does for him, that he does for her, that he does for them, that he does for us. He will do the same thing for you. So now you've got something to do. You've got to start your own podcast. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you've got something to say. You've got something to propagate, and then he says, I'm going to operate through you, and then I will demonstrate. Because the demonstration of the power. Paul says, listen, I could be like others and come with enticing words and men's wisdom and all those things nice. Yeah, I could break down all of this and all of that. He says, but no, I'd rather come in the power of the Holy Spirit. And I know Bishop has been teaching about the Holy Spirit, but not for naught. Because he's really preparing you to for the demonstration. He's, the, he's been preparing you for the full operation. He's been preparing you because when you go doing the propagation, then the Lord will be working with you and then confirming his word through you. So when you have that conversation with your friends, because I don't know them, but you know them, and you begin to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to have a personal impact on them, and God will be able to show and confirm his word through you, that he's with you. And that's what it's about. See, that, that's how you start your podcast. See, everybody's, everybody wants to be, no, no, no. He says, that I give you the content, I give you the enablement, and then I'll work along with you to make sure that it comes to pass. So that you don't have to worry about, there, there, there are two, over two million podcasts online. There are over two million podcasts. And not everybody's listening to the same podcast. So that, that don't, don't worry about if you don't hit a whole lot of people because you have a sphere of influence. And, 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 and let me tell you how you can start your own podcast, how you begin to propagate and operate and see the demonstration of God as you cast out your net. Let me give you this final point. Amen. Let me give you this final point. How many of you got your mobile devices with you? Yeah, just, just hold them up. You got your cell phone, and I won't be mad at you if you got an iPhone. I got one of them too. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, so, so, so now, podcast, podcast. Yes, ma'am, finally. <laughs> listen, listen, uh, you, you have a mobile device? Yeah, come on, bring it out, bring it out. This is participant. You got to participate in this here because I want to show you how to start your own podcast. Because some of y'all think that I don't, I don't have nowhere to go. I don't have nobody to talk to. I don't have anyone to speak to. How many of you have contacts in your phone? Yeah, you got contacts. You got people that you know. You got family and friends, right? You guys, and you maybe have a few people that you don't know, right? How many of you have messenger? On, on your phone, right? If you, you got you got FaceTime and all those different things. All right, I did this here this morning because I said, okay, Lord, what, what am I going to do here as far as an illustrative thing because this is so dynamic that everybody can start their podcast and some people say, not me. I ain't going out there. I ain't going online. Nobody going to see me. I don't got nothing to say. You do have something to say and this is what you're saying. Now, in my Android ha, that I'm using this morning, there is a app that says Messages. 
right? It says messages, okay? Inside of messages, there's a few ways that I'm able to send out a message. <clears throat> I'm able to send a text. How many of you have ever sent a text? You sent a text. Okay, great, great, great. All right, so so that's that's good. Now, how many of you also uh, may have sent a picture, an image? And you sent an image? You sent an image? All right, good, good, good. All right, how many of you ever sent a video? Through, through 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 your device. You send a video. You, you, you actually had a message. You, you went in here and you created a message. You say, I want to talk to somebody. And you go there and you hit that little camera there. And then you talk and you say, hey, this is peanut butter. I just want to let you know, Jelly, hey, I like smuckers over such and such and such, right? And then you let it go. And you sent that out to them. Okay, but then there's another one here that allows you that if you if you one of those persons that camera shy and you don't want to show your face and maybe you don't text as well, but you can hit that little microphone. And you can record a verbal, a voice something. And y'all ever do that? Well, that's how you start your podcast. Right there. You use your own personal device. And you find a verse of scripture. Or you find a prayer. Or you find someone that's in need. It could just be a word of inspiration. But what you do is you take it and you use the MMS. That's the Multimedia Messaging System. The MMS, when you want to send a video or you want to send an audio. And this is how you jump off. I'm not saying that everybody got to get on uh, Facebook and you got to use. No, no, no. I'm saying in your own hand, you've got a personal on-demand broadcasting system in your hand. And when he says go into all the world, the world is just catching up with the word. Because he told them back then, we are just able to do it now. He told them back then, go into all the world. And I'm sure then, like we were maybe 20 years ago, before we had all this great technology and access to it, because before you had to be, had deep pockets and a lot of money to be on TV and the stream and all that. Now, little baby over there, get on here and say, hi, grandma, how you doing? And talk, talk to grand and papa and all of them right there. Isn't that wonderful? Well, listen, then there is no excuse and there is no reason for us not to evangelize, not to start a podcast of witnessing to others. Every one of us, from what we've taught from our leaders, what we learn of God's word, remember, our personal experiences with God gives us content to be able to speak to somebody else, family, friend, or foe, and make them to know this good news of Jesus. Start your podcast. Start your podcast. Jesus says, go. Start your podcast. Young or old, male or female, there is no excuse to be able to use the tools that are set in our hands to reach somebody. Reach somebody. You'd be surprised. Sometimes online, those of you who have social media accounts, you see somebody put in that chat, they say, pray for me. Let me give you a little secret. Some, some things that I do sometimes, I, I can tell y'all this, is that when they do that, if they're a friend, I go over into Messenger inside of Facebook. And if I can't reach them through audio or reach them through visual, I record a prayer and I send it to them. I don't even know them well. But if they say they need prayer, if there's an issue that's going hey, right there in your news feed, this is how you use it. It's a tool. It can be used for good. It can be used for evil. We choose to use it for good news. 
start your podcast. Don't try to be popular for you. Make him popular. Bring them back to remembering who Jesus is. Because if you lift him up, and if you do it his way, he'll confirm his word with signs following. And at the end of the day, when you stand before him, he could say, well done, good and faithful servant. With your heads bowed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to share your word and this opportunity to come together with your people. I thank you. I thank you that we'll never, ever be the same again. Help us to understand the, the power that you put in our hands and the times that we're living in, that we, you called us to be co-laborers with you. We partner with you for effective ministry. Thank you for this, our Father's house and the leaders that you've set here in place and these people, Father, that you've given to gather and those that are online. Help us. You've shown us in your word that we are to propagate and how we are to operate and that you will demonstrate as we will cast forth, spread out, sow the seed of your word. We pray, Lord, that there will be those who have ears to hear what the Spirit says, who will be active, who will be active in soul winning and taking your word to the masses. We pray for those who need to be healed, set free, and delivered. That even now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word declare and we decree that these signs shall follow them that believe. And we thank you for confirming your word with signs following is our prayer in Jesus' name. We're going to receive our bishop. Amen. Thank you for this space and this time to be able to share. And I pray that you've been blessed. And that the next time, I'll look up and hear and see how many more podcasts have been offered before the Lord. We know that you were blessed by today's message. We have to not only be listeners of the Word of God, but also doers. To find out what your next steps may be, simply go to ofhorangeburg.com forward slash next. Come again next week, where we will make sure you have a place to find God.